All right, welcome back to another episode of Chalk Talk. Familiar face, familiar voice. He's back for an episode. Ryan Shev's back. How we doing, Ryan? What's up, family? <laughs> uh, we got the same usual, but hey, this time we're in person. Hadley Sporty, Shev, myself. Um, yeah, so we're not going to have any uh, technical difficulties, which will be good. So let's jump right into our top five. This week's top five, we're looking at uh, top five tailgating must-haves. So something that you must have at your tailgate. Uh, Shipper, we'll start with you. All right. Well, first you got to have food, specifically burgers and hot dogs. Is that number one or is that number five? That's number one. Number, number one. Okay, so you're going one Number five. one, burgers and hot burgers and weenies. Number two, you got to have games, specifically uh, either Stump or uh, some Flip Cup or Pong or uh, what's the beanbag game? Cornhole. Cornhole. That's number two. Number three, you got to have a canopy because one, it's either going to be cold or two, it's going to be sunny. Can't have that all day. Four, you got to have a speaker. Just can't be dead silent. And number five, you got to have a football. Bingo. I feel like we're going to have a lot of the a lot of similarities here with this top five. Uh, Sporty. So, yeah. Uh, Sporty's top five. Okay. <laughs> Sporty's top five is always interesting. So let's see if uh, <laughs> let's see uh, what Sporty selected for his top five. All right, number one, like Chip said, uh, food. You always got to have food at tailgate. So. What kind? What's what's your preferred food here? Chicken preferred salad. Preferred yeah. Food? Yeah. I don't have uh, preferred food. So just so any just any food. any food could be so on the it table. Could be like, so, okay, here, here here's one. Like burnt Buffalo. pork chops. No. Buffalo chicken dip. Okay. Okay. Right, that's fine. Okay. All right. That is chicken yeah. dip. What other food? Name one more. Uh, macaroni salad. A vegetable tray. Vegetable tray. Okay. We're staying healthy. He's on a hot streak. Healthy. You gotta stay healthy while you're uh, staying hydrated. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Hey, speak up. Number four. You need uh, or two. Sorry. You need uh, one to four, real quick. (laughs) He's coming from one to four. Uh Number two. You need uh, chairs. So if you, you know. 10 to 15 people you need for them to sit down somewhere. So chairs is an ideal thing for a tailgate. Uh, three, you need a folding table to put the food on. You know, a little, uh, if you have chips or whatever you need. It's a combo so, made in heaven. Yeah, table yeah, table and a vegetable. Tables tray. and chips. Bill's Mafia. <laughs> Bill's Mafia, yeah. <laughs> Two. Uh, four. Col- four. Four. <laughs> oh, four, sorry. Four. Four. Cooler. The cooler is to put uh, ice cold drinks in, whatever. The Keep majority, the mountains blue. Whatever the majority, majority <laughs> likes. So put that in the cooler with some ice. And number five, a canopy in case it rains or whatever. Sunny or raining, a canopy to keep everyone uh, dry. And if the sun's out, you can keep the sun out, the sun away from people getting burnt. Cool. All right. Awesome. So those are my top five uh, tailgate necessities. All right. Go ahead, Hadley. Okay, unlike them, I'm going to work bottom up. Number five, cooler to keep the brews cold. Wrong. Um, that can be, okay, <laughs> okay. That can be, you know, keep the mountains blue like Shope said, or that can be Pepsi or Diet Pepsi. Shout out um, Ed Shope. Yeah, shout out Ed Shope. Um, number four, preferably, it's kind of tough to come by, but if you can get a TV for the games, that's pretty sick. Um, we didn't have it last time. We just were checking the scores literally the whole time. Um, number three, snacks. Doesn't necessarily have to be burgers or hot dogs. You know, just chips, 
buffalo chicken dip, like Sporty said, all that sort of stuff. Um, cheese. You had that at your last tailgate. Cheese yeah. is good, too. A little cheese platter. Yeah, a little cheese platter. <laughs> Number two, should have took this basically directly from me. Stump and cornhole at games. We didn't talk about this. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. Um, But we great minds think alike. So number two games. Number one canopy for the shade. Um, You know, in early September, if you're in that beating sun, you're gonna regret it. And in November, if it's downright pouring, that's also awful. So you need that canopy big time. All right. Um, Number five. Got to go with the chairs. What? (laughs) Worst for last. All right. (laughs) All right. <laughs> Number five, you got to get, get some chairs. Uh, I know you can use, you know, the hood or the, the, the trunk, not the hood, the trunk of the car. Mm-hmm. But, uh, hey, you could also use the hoods. People could lean hey, up if against you're, the, If you're on grease. If, yeah, if you've got, you got a lot of people, people could uh, lean up against the hood. But uh, you got a big tailgate. you got to, if you're hosting. Hood go crazy. If you're going to have a good, a great, no, not just a good tailgate, a great tailgate. you got to, you know, put on for your fans here. you gotta, you got to supply them with some chairs. So we, I don't, think ch- we don't settle for good. Ch- chairs, chairs is a. Definite must have. Um, number four, you gotta have a gotta have a pigskin. You gotta get ready to chuck the ball around. Um, I, without a football, you can't even call it a tailgate. So number four has gotta be a football. Number three, something to cook on the grill. So you gotta bring a grill of some sort, whether it's sausage sandwiches, burgers. Uh, maybe you're cooking breakfast. Maybe a little uh, sausage, egg, and cheese. So something you, you gotta have a grill. Shout out, Kling. Yes. <laughs> um, number number two. Um, you gotta have a speaker. Um, it can't be dead silent. You're telling, uh, you know, I don't care what kind of music it is, but you gotta have something, uh, for the people to listen to. And then number one, you gotta have cornhole, uh, going back to the games. Cornhole is superior to everything. So gotta, gotta get that rotation, that little torment of cornhole going on. Uh, Shiver, what, what do you have to say about cornhole? One more thing to the games I was talking about. Also, can jam is another one you could yeah. bring. That's very, very can, good. Can jam, washers. Washers, can jam, stump, dryers. Cornhole. You mean washers? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'll never say that again. So, yeah, Jenga. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 big Jenga. Yeah. Uh, if you have one of those life-size uh, Connect 4s, yeah. those are pretty... pretty uh, Slip and slide. Oh, that's kind of a game. Can't, well, <laughs> can't slip and slide in, uh, in Pittsburgh. Um, that oh, would, that yeah, would be that would great. Hurt. But uh, you can do that down at Penn State. And go to a real college. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to any pit viewers. Um, all right, so those are our top five uh, tailgating must-haves. So I'm going to first start off with uh, some college football talk. Uh, Notre Dame had a big win against Wisconsin. Uh, they were kind of keeping it close there the whole game, and then it, you know the score really wasn't uh, you know an indication of how the game was played. Um so my question, I guess, to everybody, Ship, I'll start with you. Will anyone beat Notre Dame this year? Yes. <laughs> Notre Dame, um, as much as I wish Wisconsin was good because Penn State beat them on the road, and that would be a good win for them. Uh, Grammarts is horrible. Um, Wisconsin had – or, I mean, Notre Dame had a total of three rushing yards. So that was that. Um, if Wisconsin had any type of quarterback, they would have won. And uh, I think Wisconsin could possibly – no, sorry. I wish I think Notre Dame could possibly lose this week to Cincinnati. And if not, I think they'll lose in the next couple of games, whether it's North Carolina, Virginia Tech. Or I believe they play USC in that stretch maybe, which they suck too, but you never know. So, yes, I think Notre Dame will lose because I think they're overrated. But if they somehow do make the playoff, they will be, be blown out by Georgia or Alabama. So I hope they don't make it. All right, yes. That's uh, that's fair. Uh statement about the Irish. Sporty, do you think uh, Notre Dame will be beaten this year? 
Yes, I think Richmond was uh, was fired as uh, Richard Fairfax's uh, agent. Uh, not in the top fifteen, not in the top ten after this week. I think Lee Strickle will uh, come into Notre Dame Stadium and win by a touchdown at Notre Dame. So right. Brian Kelly's face will be purple this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are currently outside. So if we hear any uh, sirens or any other noise, maybe some crickets, that's what uh, we're human. That's basically. what we're hearing in the background here. So Just get your <laughs> Stay safe. Um, <laughs> Hadley, uh, do you think Notre Dame's going to lose anybody this year? Yeah, I'm with Sporty. I think they lose this week. I think the Bearcats are definitely going to be tough. I think they've already slipped by probably three too many times. Um yeah, I think this week is when it ends, and I wouldn't be surprised if they lost another one because they have a whole bunch of like mid-tier opponents. Like, right. it's like Stanford. I think he said like USC, um, North Carolina. Like, none of them are really doing anything, but they could have an on week and just beat them. So I think Notre Dame will probably end with two losses. Yeah, I was gonna say out of those four teams, Cincy, Stanford, USC, and Notre Dame, or yeah, Notre Dame, North Carolina. I think they'll have two losses. Heck, even maybe even Virginia Tech might you know yeah. show up a week and knock them off. So. Their name's definitely beatable and overhyped as always, but uh, I give them credit for knocking off Wisconsin. I give them zero credit. <laughs> I give Graham Mertz credit for losing the game for his team. Yeah, yeah he, he has his own logo, and he sucks. Yeah. And then whoever, is it Chez or Chaz Malusi? Chez? I think his full name's like Marquez, but I think they call him Chez. Yeah, I think he, you know, came from Clemson. You would think he'd be something special, but he's really not. Yeah. So they don't have that, like, patented run game this year either. Because they didn't play Jalen Berger, Paul. What are you doing, Paul? They they, they have, have no offense. It's not even just the quarterback. They have no offense. Right. So. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Notre Dame, kind of an iffy team right now because, you know, you almost lose to Toledo. You almost you have a close one with Purdue, but then you play a right to beat Wisconsin. I mean, we know Wisconsin isn't – Anything too special, but um, that was still a big win for Notre Dame. Uh, let's see. Oh, keeping it with the Big Ten. Um, with everything that's happened so far in the CFP, we're, n- we're not going to have a team from the ACC go to the CFP unless Wake Forest goes 13-0. and um, I think that's the only shot that they have there. Um, and Boston College, right? Yeah, Boston College is undefeated, too. Or uh, I guess it could if NC State won out. Yeah, one loss, but I doubt any of those. All these are impossible. Yeah, so. just because you know, NC State lost to Mississippi State, so I think that definitely keeps them out, even if oh, they, yeah, right. even right. if they, you know, would run the table. Um, Pac-12, their only you know legit shot is Oregon, Oregon. and they're beatable. It, it looks like Oklahoma. I'm not even safe that they're going to finish undefeated, let alone one loss. They might have two losses by the end of the year. So is this the year that we see uh, potentially two Big Ten teams? So. Um, I think possibly, but I, I don't have a high percentage because the only team from the West that doesn't have two losses right now um, is Iowa, and they have to play Penn State. So Iowa, I think, would have to go undefeated to make it, and um, I think Penn State would have to go undefeated to make it. And I think the only team that could have one loss and make it would maybe be Ohio State, not even because they're good enough, but just on reputation. So I think there's two teams that possibly could be good enough in the Big Ten, but they all play each other. So 
there's really only one or two teams that can only have one losses. And kind of in college football, if you have one loss, it has to be a really good loss. It has to be earlier in the season to make it. So I would say whoever wins the championship would have the best. I, I Possibly, but I would say only. Yeah. Um, Sport, do you think there could be a shot with uh, two Big Ten teams in the CFP this year? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm thinking there might be three. Potentially three. Really? Wow. We got uh, possibly Ohio State. At once. Penn, Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. Like all three of yeah, them. There's no way they There's no way all three of them can make it. No, no, okay, they have a so shot to make three it. Three teams. I'm saying, I'm saying the final teams. the final four. Could there be two teams in the playoff no, from the Big Ten? I'm going to say only one. Only okay. one? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, could just, I just think too many, too many big, big Ten teams, they, they beat up on each other every week. So, and they face each other every week. Well, I would so, say Alabama and Georgia both getting in is probably like so, a 90% chance. So maybe, yeah. like Shook said, uh, the people love Ohio State. So somehow, no matter if Ohio State has two losses, don't be surprised if Ohio State gets in because they always, they always bend just for Ohio State. So <laughs> don't be surprised if they get in. Sorry, there's so, a yeah. waterfall. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of different, uh, bunch of different noises uh, on a uh, on a Tuesday night. Um, Hadley, do you think there's any chance the Big Ten gets two in? I'd like to say yes, but I just don't think it's possible. And it's like it would have to be like a, a west and east thing. So like unless Iowa is basically perfect and then like Penn State or Ohio State. Yeah, I State. think Iowa would have to be undefeated going into the Big Ten Championship. And then lose and then that. Either Penn State or Ohio State or Michigan, someone with only one loss beat them. Yeah, yeah. both and, undefeated. Yeah, and I, I, Alabama and Georgia would already have to have a loss. And then Oklahoma would be have to be out of it. Oregon, Oregon would have to be out of Cincy. it. So, I mean, it's basically, it's like kind of impossible. Just because, and another thing, I think they would rather have three SEC teams than two Big Ten at this point. Yeah. With how much true. they like the SEC. Like, the, they'd rather throw Florida in there. Right, exactly. Um, but, yeah, o- overall, there's no, there's no real shot that I see two Big Ten teams. Hopefully, it's Penn State at the end of the day. But Yeah. Um, if there's, if there was a way that there, you know, could be two Big Ten teams, the only way that this could happen, and I don't think it's going to happen at all, is if Michigan and Iowa are both undefeated going into the Big Ten championship. Um, because Penn State and Iowa are already play each other, so one of those teams is going to have a loss. Yeah. Michigan could be undefeated if you know somehow they would go undefeated. Uh, you have two teams sitting there twelve and zero. Maybe, but I don't think. Both those teams, let alone one team, is going to go undefeated. So, um, yeah, definitely SEC clinches with two, and then it's just a matter of who the other two are going to be. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I think Georgia and Alabama are sitting pretty nice right now. Speaking about teams looking pretty, we're each going to look at one NFL team that's in the driver's seat, and then one team who's currently in the back seat. So, uh, Sporty, I'll start with you on this one. Um, Give me a team who's sitting in the driver's seat right now in the NFL. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Rams. Uh, they just had a huge victory, huge victory against the uh, Buccaneers this weekend. Uh, they lit up the uh, Buccaneers secondary. So I'll give kudos to the Rams staff preparing for uh, Tom Brady. Even though Tom Brady had a huge day, it just wasn't enough to overcome the Rams. Uh, legit passing attack 
So, and I would say they're in the driver's seat and a team that's, in my words, in the dumps <laughs> is going to be the Steelers. Uh, not really sure. I know they do have injuries, but man, they are, they look bad. Uh, offensive line, couldn't protect uh, Big Ben this weekend. When Big Ben did have enough time, he just stood in the pocket like always and didn't know what he was doing. So, then he finally, then he finally got sacked. Uh, their defensive line, uh, Joe Mixon ran through some pr- pretty big holes, and their cornerbacks uh, uh, they got burned a couple times. They got burned a lot. Uh, kudos to uh, Tyler Boyd on scoring a touchdown on his home home field against Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, so unless unless the Steelers get straightened up. Here, I know they play at Green Bay this weekend. It's going to probably be another L. Uh, I, I think Tom, Tomlin's, this might be Tomlin's last year coaching. No. No. Okay. No. As, as, one, as one fan said. Classic Steelers. As one fan, fan said earlier, when I was whenever Kevin and I were at the Jacksonville Boy, Steelers game. Yeah. <laughs> this Tomlin, is guess what? You're a glorified cheerleader. I I am a Steelers hater, and that guy deserves to stay right where he is. He, yeah, Jonathan Sporty Smith, a hard hitting take. <laughs> there's, there's no way, like, there's just no way. He's like the bright spot of it. I know exactly. He, he keeps everybody like together. They um, went into Buffalo week one and got a win. And everyone thought they were going to be good again. Yeah, that's because of him, in my opinion. But. And I mean, they realistically they probably should be two and one I, I think the Raiders that game was a winnable game it, it's just they collapsed but anyway um, I'll be back on my Steelers rant here in a second uh, Hadley give me one team that's uh, in the driver's seat maybe one that's in the back seat you guys aren't gonna like the driver's seat um, but it's the Dallas Cowboys um, two and one the loss was a playing pro every other week. <laughs> they played the Bucks and lost by two on a game-winning field goal um, the Eagles we know they're not good um, anyone that thought they were good after they beat the freaking Falcons, um, that's, that's a, right that's, <laughs> yeah, that's just awful. Um, uh, it's an awful take if you thought they were going to be any good. Um, and then who'd they play week two? They beat the Chargers. I know it was a little bit of a, you know, questionable game, but they still played well. Um, so the Cowboys are sitting well. They show that they have a rushing attack and they have not one, but two backs that can get it done. Um, tons of weapons. You got Cooper, CD. Dalton Schultz showing up. Gallup will come back. Cedric, Dak is Cedric playing. Wilson. Yes, Cedric Wilson even. Um, but Dak's playing awesome. Micah has showed up this year. He's been incredible. Um, once they move him to the edge, he's he's really making a difference there. They'll get Demarcus Lawrence back. I just think that they're really lined up to easily win that division, first of all. Probably have a decent record by the end of the year. And I mean, once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. So I think... Their division win is basically automatic at this point, so they're a driver's seat to me. In the dumps, as Sporty said, was the Steelers for me, but he already went on the rant I was going to go on, so I'm going to go with the Falcons. Um, the The bright spot that we thought was going to be at the Falcons was the offense with Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts. It's literally maybe the worst offense in the NFL, aside from maybe the Jets. But they are terrible. They're struggling to score points with the Giants. Um, they're playing in a division where they're going to have to go up against the Panthers, Saints, and Bucks defense six games out of the year. 
Um, they're not even using Kyle Pitts the right way. And they're using Cordero Patterson as their bell cow. Um, so they're a mess. Don't think their future is bright at all. They should have took Justin Fields last year. Um, prayers to the Falcons and their fans. All right, Schoeper. Driver's seat, back seat. Oh, I agree with both driver's seats you already said. I would say the Rams not as much as the Cowboys, just for the fact their division is loaded, but they're still good. But uh, I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans, just because I think the Texans suck. I think the Jaguars suck. Um, and the Colts are good. It's just they're uh, very injured right now, and their uh, schedule's kind of loaded. So, I mean... And the Texans have, or the Titans haven't even played the Texans or Jags yet, so that's four free wins right there. So I would say them, and then I would say a team in the dumps. I would say the Giants, who haven't even won a game yet, and they, uh, the remaining season, they have the toughest schedule in the NFL. Um, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with the Giants. They just kind of suck. I hope Saquon leaves. Yeah, <laughs> um, honestly. Is this rookie deal up this year? No. Next. It's five years, yeah, so he has one more year. Dang, man, he needs out of there. Damn, come to the Saints. I don't think that's the right answer. <laughs> come to the Saints. Come to the Saints. You'd literally have... We'll trade Kamara. Yeah. Um, trade him. Yeah, man. Okay, fair enough. Come, but no, yeah, don't the come Giants, to uh, their defense, if their defense is not as good as it was last year, because if it was, I'd say they'd be fine, but they just can't score points either. Their offensive line is atrocious. Jason Garrett's not an offensive coordinator anymore, and uh, they're in the worst division in football, so they should have six free wins, but, you know. And Daniel Jones Daniel Jones sucks. hasn't played horrible this season. He sucks. I don't... But, yeah, he's not as... He's not very good, but he's not horrible. And either, they but. paid Galladay, like, a huge contract to not even look his way. They're, Garrett needs fired already. He's terrible. <laughs> yep. Um. And honestly, yeah. Joe Judge is on the hot seat. I know I no, said yeah. that last week, but... He is. He is. Um, so my driver's seat team was going to be the Cowboys and my, uh, backseat team was going to be the Steelers, but since they were already mentioned, I'm going to go with my driver's seat team is definitely the Bills. Even though they lost to the Steelers week one, their offense and defense are both insane. Um, that and the rest of the team in their division. Are, oh yeah. That's what, yeah. Like the quarterbacks in their division. I think Mac Jones is good, but like he's still young. Right. And it's like the Jets, Dolphins and Pats, they should they should sweep. There's, you know, six wins right there for them. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Bills. Honestly, I think the Bills are probably, probably I can't even talk, probably the best team, in my opinion, in the AFC right now. Really? Um, yeah. I think that they have, a, you know, I think that Steelers' loss kind of woke them up in a sense. Um, so, I think they, you know, I think they could beat the Chiefs. I mean, I'm not saying that it's a lock, but they're definitely, this is definitely a year where they can, uh, knock off the Chiefs. Um, you know, when we've seen the Chiefs, they are beatable, one and two there. Um, so they're going to have to get uh, – they just can't rely on Mahomes, Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. They're going to have to – their defense has to step up, but uh, that's for another pod. Fun fact of the day, by the way. What's that? The This past weekend was the first time that Mahomes and Brady have ever lost on the same day. Oh, I did not know. Yeah. That is, so. That's – that's actually really nuts if you think about it. Um, backseat team. It's going to be the Steelers. I'll talk about them another week. We'll see how this week goes. Um, definitely the Jets. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the definition of backseat. Uh, <laughs> they're out of the car. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, 
They, they're tuck and roll. They're either hitchhiking or you left them at the gas station and they're calling for another ride. <laughs> um, they totally missed the bus. Uh, they never left the, the bus station. No, um, they got kidnapped, taken to Pittsburgh, and let out. They had to walk back. <laughs> but yeah, they have not. They have not been, uh, you know, shown up in any games. I thought at least the Broncos they were going to put up some, you know, some kind of fight. But uh, they they, they are in their first game. They lost by like four, right? Was yeah, well, yeah. Wait, who did they play the first game? Panthers. Oh yeah, Panthers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, against the Panthers, they they did keep it close, but still, like the past two weeks have just been atrocious. So. Um, I still like Sala. No, yeah, yeah, love, love, hey, love Sala. In, in defense of their offense, though, going against Bill Belichick, your second game is tough, yeah. and then the Broncos' D is ridiculous. Yeah, right the Broncos yeah. are super overrated right now. By the way, overrated, but their defense is very good. Yes. Right. I mean, it's just it's tough when you have a rookie quarterback and basically a rookie running back as yeah. well, um, and a rookie head coach, and a rookie head coach, and that's the exact same thing. Well, would have been the same thing down in Jacksonville. So I guess you could also say the Jags are in the uh, the back seat. Beckton's out too. Yep, yeah, that so, is true. Yeah. And Elijah Vera Tucker is also a rookie. Yeah. So they got a lot going against Yeah, they got a lot of problems right now. But uh, I think it's time for us uh, weekly picks. So we're going to first start off with uh, college football. This is just straight winner, straight money line if you're betting. Um, we'll start with uh, two teams that are ranked from the Big 12. Um, I would have never thought that Baylor would have been ranked. Maybe thought, you know, Oklahoma State could be, but I, I didn't think either of these teams were going to be ranked. Um, Baylor at Oklahoma State. Um, Show, who are you going with this week? I just want to say I knew they'd be ranked all along. Oklahoma <laughs> State. Oklahoma State. Sporty, who are you going with? As Lee says, not so fast. Uh, here we go. Here is we go. it the right use? <laughs> yeah, is it the right use? Or which way are you going? going with the Baylor. Baylor. Okay, okay, he used right. it right. <laughs> last week, Show. Give me the mask on helmet now. Last week, Bub picked someone. He said not so fast and then picked the same Wait, team. I think we all picked the same team. And then he goes, not so fast. And he picked... <laughs> And the then he said trifecta. <laughs> he goes, yeah, trifecta. <laughs> All right, so we got one for the, one for the. Um, why can't I think of Oklahoma State's? Uh, Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys. Geez, I was thinking of Pistol Pete, and I'm like, they're not oh, the. Go to class. Not not show but class again. See, so, yeah, we got one for the Cowboys, one for the Bears. Uh, Hadley, who are you going with? Cowboys. Cowboys. I'm going to go with Cowboys as well. Spencer Sanders, uh, real solid quarterback. Enough said there. I can't um, believe Baylor's ranked either. I know. I thought. Like, once we'll left, it was going to be a little bit hey, of a long road. Baylor did knock off Iowa State, so yeah. don't don't sleep on the Bears. I think Iowa State was a little overrated coming into the year. Though. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, Brock Purdy, more like Brock Poopy. Okay, <laughs> that's one way to say it. Yep. Um, second game on our slate here. We got Oregon and Stanford. Shoper. Oregon. Sporty. Oregon by 10. Hadley. Uh, this is at Stanford? I believe so. Doesn't yeah. matter. Oregon. Yeah, I'm going to go with the... Uh, <laughs> Joe Moorhead and Coach Tutty's over there. Uh, I got Oregon and covering the spread, which is eight and a half, I believe. Um, next game. Big one. Big one. SEC implications uh, on the line over here in the SEC West. Alabama, Ole Miss. Choper. Ole Miss. Sporty. Really? Why? Is it just because of uh, Corral? Yeah, their offense is tough. I think their defense is much improved. And Lane Kiffin. This last, is Alabama, right? Yeah, last year they would have beat Alabama. They lost 56-48 if their defense played a lick of – I don't think they stopped them once. Yeah. And uh, I feel like Alabama loses one game you don't expect every two or three years, which, I mean, like it wouldn't be like a huge upset if Ole Miss because yeah, yeah. their offense is like loaded. 
So. Well, Bama usually doesn't lose to like some scrub team either. Usually, it is like a middle of the. But hey, yeah. could you compare this Ole Miss team to uh, Johnny Manziel's Texas A&M team? Not, not as, not to the top tier, but. Well, I'd compare more to the Ole Miss team that beat them Alabama in 2015. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Did that have Chad Kelly? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like they'll have to get a turnover and like a weird play to go their way, but right. I could see it happening. Matt Corral's good. He is real good. Um, Sport, who are you going with? I'm gonna say Bama, but they're gonna come as fast. Say Bama by touchdown. Okay, Hadley. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this one is close, but I'm gonna give Bama by like we'll say thirteen. I'm gonna say Ole Miss walks it off with a game winning field goal, so I'm taking the the Rebels. So we all want Bama to lose. Yeah, we all want Bama to lose if that's uh, (laughs) not already been established. Um, Michigan and Wisconsin, Schoper. I'm gonna say Wisconsin by a field goal only because I don't trust Michigan's quarterback throwing the ball when they can run the ball if. If I didn't think Wisconsin could stop their run, I'd say Michigan easy. But I think Wisconsin will be able to stop their run, and I don't think Kate Bassmeyer is very good. So, yeah, I'm going to say Wisconsin at home by a field goal. All right. scoring game. Yep, low scoring game. Uh, Sporty. I'm going to say uh, Michigan. Uh, it is going to be low scoring. I'm going to say 2017. I'm not impressed by Wisconsin. Graham Burks is god awful. Uh, you can't pass the ball to any wide open receivers. The running game is. Okay. Uh, defense is really good. Just not sold on the uh, whole quarterback situation with uh, Mertz. And uh, I'm not sold on uh, he is a Raycott for starting job for Wisconsin. So I'm going to take uh, Michigan with a huge victory on the road in Madison Stadium. Adley, who you going with? I'm going to shake things up here. I think Wisconsin wins big. Ooh. I feel like they just have like one game a year that they score like 40. And you never see it coming because they're not offensive. But I think it's at Whiskey, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's at Wisconsin. They're coming off a tough loss, tough, tough loss against Notre Dame. Um, I think Michigan's, like Shope said, I think, um, they like running the ball. Wisconsin's not going to let them do that. Uh, I think defense makes plays. I think they score. Um, I'm going to take Wisconsin – Scoring in the thirty high thirty range, winning by like twenty. Cool. Whoa. Um. Whoa. I think at one point the over under was set at forty three and a half. I like the over to barely yeah. hit. I'm gonna I'm gonna say twenty four twenty one. Um. I'm gonna say Michigan barely squeaks it out. Last time I picked Michigan in this game, I think Wisconsin won thirty five to seven. <laughs> See. Um, I don't think See? it's gonna get to that big of a margin, but uh, yeah, Michigan's passing game definitely is it's horrible. Is horrible, and it's you know almost. Swaying me towards Wisconsin. Uh, neither team are going to, you know, put up a lot of points, but I think this could be a week where, you know, twenty four twenty one, I would take that forty three and a half over. Give me thirty eight seventeen. Thirty eight seventeen. Seventeen thirty eight. All right. Seventeen thirty one. And I guess the biggest game of the week. Um, Top two in Harrisburg. <laughs> that would be that would be a big one on Friday night. Um, Central uh, Richland. Yep. There's another high school game. I mean, let's just. Hey, um, yeah, I don't know who started the high school talk. Let's keep uh, Matter Day and uh, St. John Bosco. Don't they play this weekend? I have no idea. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we have Cincinnati and Notre Dame. Uh, two teams that are definitely battling out for a CFP spot. Um, losers definitely not getting in. Winner might not even still get in. So uh, it's a big game for both teams. Shepard, who are you going with? Uh, as much as I want Cincinnati to win, I think Notre Dame will win. I think Notre Dame's overrated, but... Cincinnati, I don't think they're any good either because 
I did not watch the game personally, but I saw the highlights and I heard some analysts talking about it. And they said if Indiana, Indiana left about 28 points on the field and they should have beaten Cincinnati, and I don't think Indiana's any good either. Um, I think Cincinnati's a good group of five team, but them compared to – I mean, Notre Dame's not power five, but they base, they are power five, basically. And uh, it's at Notre Dame. They're at home. I think they'll beat them by a touchdown or two. Even though I hope Cincinnati wins, but I just don't see anything. Sporty, who you going with? Uh, I'm going to take Luke Fickle one to get Bearcats. Uh, this might be their Super Bowl game of the year. <laughs> so, I feel like Notre Dame, they're deserved to lose one of these weeks. I mean, they've been on the edge these first three weeks. So, I feel like this will be their game that they will fall to. Right. The, edge will be, the edge of Notre Dame football will be broken this weekend. So, I will take Cincinnati. 28 through 21 final. All right. Hadley, how are you going? Hammer it. <laughs> so I agree with everything that Shope said, except for who he picked. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Um, I think that this is a Desmond Ritter signature game um, going towards the draft. And I think this is what they might use to kind of buff his stock up. Um, I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to go to OT. I'm going to take Cincy, 31-28. Yeah, so typically I'm not jumping all over the Notre Dame train, but this week um, I think Notre Dame, I think they get it done. I think they win a close one. I think it's going to be uh, 31-27. You know, Cincinnati, you know, they they proved to us they can hang with Georgia, but that was was last year. Um, Ritter, I think, is going to have a solid game, but uh, I think Notre Dame is going to find a way to win. That's kind of what they do here in the regular season. Um, they, they can win those bigger games, but then, like we said, once they get a college football playoff, they they get uh, they get smoked. So um, I'm going to go with Notre Dame this week in an upset because since he is the favorite, I think, by like one and a half or two and a half. So uh, taking the fighting hours. All right, here we go. They covered last week. So this was huge for UConn Husky football. Um, this is basically the the Super Bowl of the two worst teams in college football. I think you can also throw Kansas, Arizona, and Florida State in the mix. But uh, this week we have Vanderbilt, who's favored a substantial amount of points, 14.5 against UConn. Shaper, who are you going with here? To cover or to win? To cover. I'm going to say Vandy still cover. Ooh. I think UConn's a loser. Sporty. You know what? You can surprise me last week, Dave, but I'm not sure who those coaches right now. But <laughs> <laughs> first two weeks, they, I mean, they got just Ben Barber's just hammered. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even close. So, and they somehow covered last week. What was mine last week? Uh, it was like 20-something against Wyoming. Yeah, let me, just, let me had, check. Yeah, it was 29. Only... Yeah, so the line was 29, and they lost by two points. Kind of just like, kind of just like Bowling Green in Minnesota. Line was thirty. Yeah, Bowling Green's big upset. Bowling Green won. They won. Action. So I'm going to take UConn Huskies uh, with the points on the road. So it's going to be two weeks in a row for the UConn Huskies to cover. So I think Sporty's picked UConn every. week. I think he has picked them every week. So big Jim Calhoun fan. Yep. (laughs) Mister All Week from uh, UConn too. Or what's what's his old old basketball coach name? Oh. um... Ollie. Kevin Ollie. Yes. Kevin Ollie, yeah. yeah. Kevin Ollie. Dan Orschlowski. Oh, he might yep. be in jail now, but oh, I don't I don't know about that. That's uh, a quick turn. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Ollie. I hope you're doing fine in jail, buddy. 
Hadley, who are you taking? Um, <laughs> I am going to, you know, Vandy's coming off a great performance against Georgia last week. Um, I think they were down 35 to nothing in the first quarter. So Vandy's a really good football team. Um, what? Sporty, Sporty throws his hands up. Sporty's looking at me weird. Sporty said touchdown. Hey, they're a really good football team. They hung with Georgia. Hey, if James Franklin's there, they're a top four team. Yeah. If he's still at Vanderbilt. Okay, say. I'm lying, but I still am going to take – I'm going to take Bandy, and I think they're going to break the, the spread better's hearts and win by – what was it, 12 and a half? It was 14 and a half. 14 and a half. They're going to win by 15. They're going to win by 16. <laughs> Just break their hearts. Um, yeah, so I'm, at first I was thinking maybe UConn, but then uh, I think I'm going to switch to Vanderbilt. I think they're going to have more first downs this week. Well, I think what they have. I hope they had one. <laughs> they had like three last week. Um, so uh, I hope they have uh, I hope they have more total yards than Georgia has points this week. So I hope they have more than 62, uh, you know, total yards. Shout out Vandy for a good game last week. That, that was, was really good. That game. was 60. Imagine if Georgia tried the whole game. Would uh, we have seen hundreds? I think so. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Imagine. No way the Commodores will let that happen. They have. <laughs> They would, it would have been 99 nothing, and they would have blocked the extra point. They said, we're not giving up triple digits. <laughs> Their special teams unit is elite. They, they are elite. I mean, we're talking elite. That's the only way they score is on special teams. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to take uh, Vanderbilt to cover. Say they win by 21 against uh, UConn Huskies. Um, all right, a couple more games here, then it's a uh, wrap for the pod. So, Georgia. This is a surprising uh, line here. Favored 18.5 against Arkansas. Shiver, who are you taking? I think, they were, I think Arkansas will cover. I think Georgia will still win by probably 10 to 15 points. I think Georgia's the best team in the country. They're loaded on defense. And JT Daniels, they're starting to get healthy on offense with Darnell Washington. I don't know if Arik Gilbert's going to play. And George Pickens coming back. Once they get all of them back, they'll be rolling on offense too. So, yeah. I think Arkansas is much improved. They're probably the second or third best team in the SEC West. But I think Georgia's just too much at home. All right. Sport, who are you going with? Cover the spread here. I was surprised uh, last week uh, Arkansas took care of uh, A&M. Uh, Arkansas will lose, but I was going to say they'll lose by two touchdowns. I think it'll be high scoring. I think they'll lose 38-24. to 24. I think they'll have a backdoor cover. So I'll take the Bulldogs to win, but the Razorbacks to cover. All right. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. Um, yeah. I, I'm not, let me just say this. I'm not a JT Daniels fan. Um, but I am a Georgia fan this year. They're, I'm normally not high on them, but this year, just the game single-handedly against Clemson showed how insane that defense is. So, I'm with Shope. I think they're the best team in the country as of right now, and I'm going to say they win by 20 against Arkansas. Ooh, so, the, Georgia covers. Hey, the Bulldogs. Um, yeah, I don't know which way to go here. We could see a Georgia team that, you know, explosive offense, or we could see an offense that kind of struggles. Arkansas, you know, might be, you know, riding their wave right now against, you know, they knocked off the Aggies. They might keep it rolling against Bulldogs. I don't think Arkansas wins, but I think uh, Georgia wins 28-17, so I got the Razorbacks covering. Um, it definitely be interesting to see what Georgia's defense does against a decent quarterback. Yep. Because uh, I don't, I think the kid from Clemson's way overrated, at least so far. He hasn't played well, and he had no help first game because his offensive line is horrible. Yep. And KJ Jefferson is much faster and more athletic than Ungulele, so he'll be able to get outside the pocket and run. So it'll be interesting to see Georgia's defense against an uh, elite – he's not an elite quarterback, but he has elite speed and elite athleticism, so it'll be interesting to see how they defend that and if they're a real 
Yeah, we made DJ sound like he was the second coming of Christ. Yeah, <laughs> like we did. We four did. Weeks. We were Heisman favorites, leading them to the CFP, and yeah. then that just went. You know, did we? I think I picked. Who did we all pick to win the championship? Oh, in our mulligan, we all picked Bama, but initially, okay. me and me and Hadley picked Clemson yeah. to win it all. Um, so that that's nowhere happening. Uh, they'll be lucky if they get to like nine wins. Yeah. Um, shout out Dabo. Shout out Dabo. Um, oh, uh, next game. I was looking to see where we're missing. All right, Penn State's favorite twelve at home against Indiana in the Stripe Belt. Shoper, who are you going with? I'm going to say we barely cover. I hope we beat the Drakes off them because of what happened last year. It was not a two-point conversion. And Indiana thought they were the greatest team ever because uh, they went 6-2 and two last year. Uh, they're still not that good. They'll never be good. Um, I'm going to say we win 34-21 to cover by one. But I hope we blow them out. All right. Hadley. Okay, well, stripe out Penn State atmosphere at 7.30 p.m. on ABC. I think this is the same energy as Pitt-Penn State, 7.30 p.m. ABC. Friday night, I believe it was. Was it Friday night or was it Saturday? It was a Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night. It was a Saturday? Yeah. I believe the score was 51-6 to six that night. Yes, it was. Um, I'm feeling the same kind of vibes, maybe not that bad, but I'm going to say 40-20. to 20. Um, I, I know 20 is not nearly as much as 45, but... I don't think they stand a chance. Michael, I almost said it, but <laughs> Michael Penix Jr. Um, sucks very badly. Tom Allen's a good coach, but they are not the team they were last year, and it'll be very evident against Penn State. Sporty. Uh, I think Penn State's going to drop them in a Saturday night game. Uh, stripe out. Uh, Indiana was supposed to have a good year this year. Uh, they are underachieving. They did lose one of their coaches to Michigan. Uh, they lost a running back coach, uh, Mike Hart, who is at Michigan now. Uh, they have no running game whatsoever. Uh, Penix, he's been average at, at the most. Uh, they, they've had too many turnovers in offense. Uh, their defense is average, below average. So I'm going to say Penn State wins 35. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to say... 42 to 14 points. Oh, 40. I love that prediction. That's that's a bit high. Um, I'm kind of with it, though. I agree. I, I, I said 20 just so I didn't jinx it. All right. You know, all right, all right. We end up losing when I say we're going to win by 40. But I truly feel like it might be 30 to 40. I'm going to say that Penn State dominates most of the game. Um, I'm going to have them winning 34-23. I'm going to say that Indiana just covers. I think Indiana scores a late touchdown and then misses the extra point. So I got I got the the Hoosiers. Um, not really, not really, you know, showing up. But uh, I think they have a uh, last second, you know, or you know, a touchdown with under a minute to go um, to uh, to cover this game. All right, so now we're going to conclude here with our NFL games. I guess with here, since we're wrapping up, we can just give some one word answers. Uh, Packers are. We'll start with the spread. Packers are favored six and a half against the Steelers. Shover, who are you taking? I'm gonna say the Packers win by a touchdown or ten, seven to ten points. I think they're gonna say ten seven final. <laughs> uh, sporty. Uh, depends on which Steelers team shows up. Uh, if it showed, if it showed up first week, then they have a shot to win. If it's the last two weeks, they'll get 
wrong. I take mine back. If TJ Watt plays, it'll be seven That's points. True. If TJ Watt doesn't play, it'll be 17 points. All right. So, no matter if he does, doesn't play, they're just they're just not the same like they always usually are. Uh, with or without Watt, I say they lose by 10 to 14 points. Like, All right. I'm going to say like 28-17, so somewhere around that range. I'm just not. On, I'm just not sold on them this year. There's right. too many. Too many ifs. All right. Unknowns. Hadley, who you got? If Watt plays, the Steelers will weirdly give them a game. If not, they're going to get destroyed. So, I'm going to assume he doesn't play. I don't know how severe the injury is, but I'm going to say they lose by 16. Yeah, uh, I'm agree with you guys. If Watt plays, Steelers will lose by six. Um, if he doesn't play, they, they could lose by, like, 17 here. So, uh, I guess the safe pick would be the Packers. But then again, the Packers defense, they give up. They can yeah. give their moments where they give up a lot of points. But the so. thing is, they're really bad against the run. Yeah, and the Steelers are horrible. No, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're targeting your running back 19 times, <laughs> like, oh, my God. That is – that is I could go on a huge rant about them. Yeah. But what I will say really, really quick is he does look really good. It's just they really need something. Yeah, from get him alive. Green, yeah. Green Bay does a nice job. They they do a nice job rotating their running backs in between them. Jones and Dylan. Yeah, I feel like they might have to off doing that. So Jones. <laughs> so I feel like Jones. I feel like Jones will have a huge game on Sunday for them. Yeah. Uh, next one, Bills minus uh, the favorite sixteen and a half against the Texans. Schaefer. Sixteen and a half. Yes. Davis Mills, Mills Mafia. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm gonna roll with the. I, that's a lot for the NFL. Yeah. I'm still gonna roll with the Bills. They've been blowing people. Yeah, out. They, they, they look like they're on a roll. I think they have a combined like what? They 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 beat the Dolphins like 35 nothing or something like that. And then they just beat the football team like 43 21. Yeah. So that and Davis Mills like the Panthers defense is like good, but I don't think it's like amazing. So right. I, think, I think the Bills are comparable. Yeah. And uh, he's still a rookie, so he's gonna make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say the Bills. Bills. Uh, Sporty, who you going with? Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, Texans. David Mills has he had one full game on his belt. Uh, I think Cooks will have a huge Cooks will have a huge game. I think they'll lose uh, 31-21. I, I do have them covering the game. All right. Just big. Hadley, who you taking here? Well, it's the biggest rivalry in the history of football. <laughs> <clears throat> Mills Mafia versus Bills Mafia. Hey, red, white, and blue versus red, white, and blue. Uh, no. Nope, <laughs> not, it is Mills Mafia versus Bills Mafia. That is it. That is, that is the headline. That's the biggest headline of the weekend, even with Brady going back to New England. Mills Mafia versus Bills Mafia. Um, but give me Bills Mafia in this case. At home, they're going to be breaking tables like crazy. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, the Bills as well. Like I said before, they're my they're my team in the driver's seat. They got too many weapons, both offensively and defensively, and the Texans are they're in for some trouble here. Uh, they just lost by what 15 to the Panthers, and uh, the Bills they could they could really do damage here. So I, I like the Bills to cover. All right, I don't even know why this is even the spread total it is, but the Titans minus seven and a half against the Jets. Show P taken. Sorry, who was it against the Jets? Titans minus seven and a half. I'll probably take the Titans. I think the Titans will win by 13 probably just because uh, Derrick Henry will probably run the ball. 
a decent amount. And they're kind of loaded on offense. I don't know if A.J. Brown will play, so that might affect it somewhat with how they cover Julio. But uh, I just think that Jets, the Jets are super young, and they're going to take their lumps, and Titans are pretty good. So is that the Titans? Uh, it might be at the Jets. I'm I mean, wondering. it really doesn't matter, but I would say the Titans went somewhere between 10 and 13. All right. Sporty, who you going with here? Uh, I haven't seen enough out of, out of the Jets first year to them losing cover. So I have the Tennessee Titans big um, 31 to 10. 31 to 10. So All right. Until until the Jets show me, show me something on defense, I do not do not see them covering the game. What, as of now. What do you want to see? Their playbook or like what? You just mean like uh, performance wise. Yeah, perfor- <laughs> Wilson this week, I mean, I'd say, but it's way overshadowed as of now. He's not performing well at all. So I think the game is a little too much for him. I think it's, he will take his bumps first, I mean, this year. So he'll be better next year, but he, he won't be very good. All right. Towards the end of the season. So tight, so Titans big. Hadley, who you going with? It's going to sound crazy, but give me the Jets. Ooh. What? But, <laughs> what? Hold on, give me a second. I think losing AJ Brown, I really think that Derrick Henry is obviously like the king or whatever. But I think AJ Brown just is so important to that offense. And for whatever reason, I think the Julio and Vrabel relationship right now isn't very stable. Um, so I don't know how much he wants to even use him. So, and Tannehill's really struggling, really, really struggling. They're really flawed right now. Still think they win this game and sneak it out by seven, but the Titans, de- the t- yeah, Titans defense is awful too. So I think Wilson starts to pick it up a little bit. Maybe finds Corey Davis for a revenge game here. Um, so yeah, give me give me the Jets covering Titans winning. Um, I think the Jets are the equivalent, at, like right now speaking about covering the spread, uh, the equivalent to the UConn Huskies. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna take the Titans big, like Sporty said. So yeah, give me the Titans. Uh, by at least three touchdowns. All right. Uh, money line picks, straight winners. Seahawks, 49ers. Big one for the uh, NFC West. Shepard, where are you going with? 49ers. Sporty. You go with the Seahawks. Hadley. <sighs> tough. It's in, it's in San Fran. Um, dang, this one's really tough. I'm going to go with the Niners. Yeah, give me the Niners as well. They, they you know, even though they've lost the lead there to the Packers, I, I do like uh, what the 49ers are doing out there in San Fran. All right, return game for uh, Tom Brady. Bucks, Pats. Sh- uh, Shoper, who are you taking? I'm going to take the Pats. Ooh. I don't know why. Really? Just, yeah. All right, Shoper. Or uh, Sporty. I think the Bucks have won big. I think uh, not wrong. Brady will, <laughs> I think Brady will run the score up. So I have the winning. I have the Bucks winning um, 42 to 42-21. 42-21. All right, Hadley. I'm gonna go Bucks huge as well. I'm gonna go. We'll go 41 to 13. 13. Yeah, I like the Bucks after, especially after losing to the uh, to the Rams last week. I think uh, that lights a fire uh, underneath Brady, and I think he goes back and uh, takes care of business there in Foxborough. So I got the Bucks. All right, Monday night game: Raiders, Chargers, Chopper. Look at that. I think Chargers. I think so. Yeah, I think the Ravens uh, Raiders offense is playing really well right now, but I think Justin Herbert's a stud, and their defense is play just a tad better than the Raiders. So I'm just gonna go the Chargers. Sporty. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr's as of now he's like the as of the first week he's been the number one number one quarterback. First three weeks to the NFL, so 
Who would have thought that? Been putting up 300 some yards the first three weeks. So, and their defense is doing all right. So, I'll give. Uh, I want to say the Raiders win by a touchdown. Thirty. I would say 31-24 final. All right. Adley, it might sound crazy, but the Chargers are one of the most complete teams in the NFL right now. Um, I personally think they're a top five team in the NFL right now. They shouldn't have lost against the Cowboys. but So that leads me to say that the Chargers are going to win this game. Um, Justin Hermert will destroy that secondary, even though Max Crosby's really been playing well. Getting to the quarterback, give me the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. Herbert's playing on a whole other level. Uh, not to discredit the Raiders. They have looked really, really good this year. But uh, Chargers at home, I like it. Uh, Ravens, Broncos, Schofer. I think the Broncos' defense is elite. But I would say Lamar Jackson's a stud. So I'm going to say the Ravens by a field goal. All right. Yeah, it is getting late here on the pod. So we have one game uh, after this one. So Ravens, Broncos, Sporty, who are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos. Their D has been impressive. So I think it's. I win by a field goal, uh, 24-21, in the uh, Broncos. All right. All right. Hadley, who you going with? I'm going to go with the Ravens. The Broncos' weakness is linebacker. So, going Lamar runs all day. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens as well. Uh, put up that many points against the Chiefs. I mean, I know their defense gave up a lot of points, but uh, I don't think, uh, you know, the Broncos' offense is anywhere close to, com- you know, comparable with uh, with the Chiefs. So, uh, I do like the Ravens. Uh, Jackson's going to run all over them, and then you know they're going to try to sell out on the run, and then he's going to find Hollywood Brown downfield and throw some touchdown passes. So I like the Ravens. Last game, Panthers Cowboys. Schofer. I say Panthers. Sporty. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Their, their offense is nothing like good. So I think Dak will. I think Jake and Dak will mix. You know. Kind of do each other with Dak pass and Jake will run the ball. So I think uh, I have a Cowboys winning by two, two touchdowns. Okay. Uh, Hadley. Uh, I love the Panthers, but give me the Cowboys. They're just more complete team. Yeah, Cowboys. I was even going to pick them even if the Panthers had McCaffrey, but uh, Cowboys definitely get it done. Uh, look for them to win by like, you know, anywhere from two touchdowns to 17 points. So. Cowboys. Well, apparently, you don't know who Sam Darnold is. Well, apparently, you don't know who uh, ah, Michael Parsons. Kel- Kellen Moore is. Michael Parsons. <laughs> I knew Kellen Moore is. He's my cousin. Um, yeah, so is everyone. <laughs> Shout so, out Michael Parsons. So is Michael. Michael Parsons is your cousin. Request the trade. He is. Hey, I talked to him on Twitter. Hey, that's the second time we've mentioned Harrisburg here. I'm from the Burger. Show and love. I'm from the Berg. Typically, that's a Pittsburgh, but you're calling Harrisburg the Berg. All right. Uh, 717. Uh, oh, jeez. All right. I, hey. Saquon Anderson Butts. <laughs> hey. Shout out Shaq, baby. Chef, hey, thanks for coming back, man. I think. Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Hopefully, you can come back maybe a couple more times. Hey, anytime. Anytime you want to come on, you're welcome. Anytime you want to have me. All right. You're welcome. All right. Sounds good. We'll, uh, we'll send it next week. So, uh, thanks for listening.